Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Talk Junkies, where tonight we're going to be getting into some interesting things, like we do each and every single week. But before we do that, we got the book closest to Johnny right here. Um, Howdy Mikowski came on the show last week, and we went deep into some really good uh, information <clears throat> that I encourage each and every one of you to go look at. Um, it's uh, definitely something worthwhile to, to invest your, your time into. And when it comes to the past and the history, and in my opinion, I think that that is where everything starts and where it's led, where it's led us to today. Uh, again, that's just my opinion, but that's Howdy's book right there. Uh, again, I'll put another link in the last video where you could find it on Amazon, but I, I might try and find like the original link where you don't have to go through Amazon to do that. But uh, check out Howdy's book, man, and check out the podcast. Great, great, great stuff. Johnny, Jesse, what? It was, it was all about the World's Fair and all that jazz. It was dope. Really interesting. Really interesting stuff uh, that needs to be delved deeper into for sure because my mind was a little blown. I've, I've heard other things that he was talking about in that podcast that kind of resonated with me. Uh, it was a really, really good podcast, basically. <clears throat> it was. And before we start the podcast, on, and, and I forget to do this each and every single time, is you guys... Um, We've been at this for two and a half years, and there's has one, it been two and a half years? It's almost it'll be three years in March, and damn, the best way that you guys can help us out is just share our podcast, um, share the podcast, like it. You don't even have to like it. Like I said, you can dislike it if if you don't like what you hear, um, but definitely just do those things because that will help us out. I mean, we've been we've been working hard to to do what it is that we do, um, so I would greatly appreciate that. Um, so yeah, tonight, man. Um, we're going to get into, and there's a lot of crazy shit happening right now. And I think everyone knows that, um, if you're in, if you're on the interweb or if you're looking on YouTube or you're looking on Twitter, Facebook, all social media platforms, whatever it is, parlor, any, any of that stuff, things are not normal. They're not normal in the slightest. You don't say. And it's something that we've been talking about on the podcast for a very long time. And, and it's just crazy that we have these types of conversations and to see it play out basically like worst nightmare type shit but it's the shit that we talk about is actually happening right now in the moment yes and before the podcast started and we were kind of getting into it a little bit but um johnny if you want to just kind of start it off man and tell us tell tell everyone what what what's going on tonight what do you mean just about the uh i mean we're talking about covid kind of and how all the restrictions and everything that's been going on, and Jesse and I were talking about it earlier. Is it actually what are you about to chime in? No, no, you're good. I'm, I'm gonna go grab it. Truly, I left him outside. <laughs> I'll be right back. Hit it. Hit it. Anyways, about the uh, just kind of the restrictions that everybody's going through right now, just long term. Whether it was all the way back in March or just you know recently, back in March when the whole thing started, or just recently, how. Being stuck in our homes or being not able to go do the same. I mean, we've got it easy here in Missouri. Like, I, like I'm not stuck inside. I don't have to quarantine or anything. I can still go to work. I have to wear a mask at work, but that's, I mean, who cares? I don't mind wearing a mask. That's no big deal. And the county we live in, there's not even, like, restrictions on that. Customers can come in and wear a mask. There's It's, it's no big deal at all. But there's so many places where it is. And then even then, where, here where it's not a big deal it has still changed so much because it's like nobody goes and does anything anymore. We don't we don't go out 
to the bar and hang out with people. We don't. We're just like not as social anymore. And I think that's like a byproduct of this whole thing. And then all these restrictions of like going to a store and people can't be helped and you got to stand in line six feet behind someone else and it's having to make appointments for stuff that you never had to make appointments for before because you can only let four people in the store at once and all this different stuff. And it's like, what have we the- done to our sanity as human beings to help each other kind of thing? It's like this entire thing, everything we're doing is to help everybody, right? We're all we're all putting on masks. We're all social distancing. We're all staying away so that we can help people live and be healthy and all this. And at the same time, it's like nobody does anything with anybody else and everybody's so scared of everybody else that we are not helping our neighbor. I think the big portion of what we talked about is, is this is, are we going to accept this as the new social norm to where we become more, more and more isolated and man, we can get anything from Amazon. You can, Man, I can have whatever I want. Groceries. Now there's all these ads for groceries to where just stay in your home, stay in your home, sit in front of your TV. This is what you're told. This is what you have to do. And it it's, it's which, in so all fairness, all that's been happening before COVID. No, that's true. It, it's been, but it, it's been so prevalent now because of um, that. It's just the scary part is: do we allow? Do we allow this as free will people? to become the social norm to where now this is what I'm told. This is what I do. This is, you know, sure. I'm just going to sit at home. I'm going to watch the TV. I'm going to listen to the news. I'm going to listen to whatever news station, you know, that I feel represents me the best. And, you know, this is my bias. And, and I sit here and I, I listen to this and then Amazon comes and brings me everything. And, and, you know, and, and this is it. It's, it's very dystopian. It is a very dystopian future if all of a sudden all of this happens to where this is now we need to accept this as the, as the social norm stay inside where where wear your mask do do whatever the government tells you to do and if you don't do it then then you're a piece of shit for it and let's just look at the numbers real quick right since it started in march or whatever when the locks when the lockdown started um, we still see, you know, the death rate not being too incredibly too high. If you're under the age of 70, it's like a 99 point whatever. It's in the 99 percentile that you're going to survive COVID. We've now we've all met plenty of people who've had who have had COVID, and they're like, yeah, I lost my smell, I lost my taste, I didn't run a fever, and everyone's different, right? On on whatever it happens, whenever they do get mm-hmm. COVID and stuff like that. But majority of people who are under 70 are still surviving, and. You have to look at what it's doing to America right now. And again, the question is, do we want to be isolated and sitting in our houses? And is this the new normal? And I think it's the craziest part is, man, you can get on the Internet. You can sit there and watch videos of people going to stores, um, not wearing a mask. And someone just comes up while they're shopping and they're about to buy their groceries. Just start punching, punching them or trying to grab the groceries like, dude, you're not wearing a mask. Like, you need to get out of here. It's like the dude was already about to buy his groceries. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen those kind of videos, but but then not not only that, you have a video in in Carol or sorry in um in California where the dude literally he's a restaurant owner, and they they literally wouldn't let people sit on the city park or the city benches that were in front of his restaurant. There was a health inspector out there, and someone tried to sit down. He said, "Hey, you can't sit there because of COVID." And the dude parked the the restaurant owner then parked his truck behind. The health inspector's car and said, dude, if you if I can't work, you can't work. 
Then the police got involved and the restaurant owners pleading to the police saying, what do I do? What do I tell my wife? What do I tell my children? What do I tell my head chef who's about to have a kid right now that they can't pay their bills because of COVID has locked down my restaurant. I can't have anyone here. No one can eat. What do I do? And he pleads to the police officers like that. Like, what do I do? And the police officers just like, I'm just doing my job. I don't know what to tell you. My lieutenant's on the way. Like, I'll see what I can. And she's just like, I have my job and I'm doing it. I'm the reason I'm doing my job is for my family. And he's like, well, I don't have a job. I don't have a job in, in these states, man. And this is what people don't realize here in Missouri is the fact that in New York, Pennsylvania, California. It's real bad in California. Dude, the restrictions are insane. It's indefinite lockdowns in California right now. It's just crazy. This is not the new normal, man. Can, can I kind of scroll back a little bit right now um, with my thoughts on how you looked at people in China and heavy, densely populated areas like pre-COVID-19? You saw a lot of people wearing masks. It was really interesting to me because I remember seeing this like on Imager and on um, just other things, all these people wearing masks. And I was like, oh, America will never be like that. <laughs> you know, America will never be like that. Uh, if you really delve into that a little bit, why they're wearing the mask for, th for the majority portion of that is because they are so um, – they have to go to work. They, they live in a very different country. Can't get sick. Than us. You cannot get sick. You do not miss work. They wear the mask because they do not want to – like if they feel that they're a little under the weather, accidentally spread something to somebody else. So they wear a mask out of courtesy because their transit system is so – like, people are, like, neck and neck. It's like sardines, like, man. Yeah, like sardines. So if you're feeling a little under the weather, you don't want to be that guy that accidentally gets a bunch of people sick, so they wear the mask and, you know, if they're feeling under the weather, they don't want to give the flu to somebody else here. That's a preventative measure. I think we can all agree on that. Sure. Now, all of a sudden, this this picture being painted that now everybody wears masks is is the benefit for everybody else. That's that's not that's not what it was for. If you're feeling under, I totally get that. If I was feeling under the weather, but I still was forcibly had to work because I have to fucking pay rent because my country's so bad and I have no other option. It's it's like you you die or you go to work or you end up out out in the street. Yeah, I'd still be partially courteous and, and buy a mask and then and then put it on and be like, hey man, I'm still going to work even though I'm nauseous right now. That's what that's what those individuals were doing. This is not the same case. This weird picture being painted as to where, man, everybody wearing a mask is going to, you know, everybody just does this is for the benefit of everybody. That's that's not what it is. That's it makes no sense at all. Well, it, no and things are about to get ramped up. And, and with the and I don't even have an issue with a mask. Like I personally, I don't I don't I, I never sit like I don't have an issue with wearing a mask. I can wear a mask. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I'm, but as far as mask mandates go you all of a sudden start questioning what is the relevance what is the position of power that's happening here right it's not is, about whether where it comes it's from. not about whether or not you're okay with wearing the mask it's again you're right it's being forced upon us and we don't have an option right and in where we live it, it is an option luckily but still not really because most of most of the businesses do require uh that you do wear one and again where we live we haven't seen a massive outbreak in COVID or in, in deaths and stuff like that, I'd have to double check. But to my knowledge, I don't think that that's the case, but we think it's bad right now. Right. And again, we both, we all play into the, when we talk about politics and when it comes to presidents and stuff like that, whenever, whether or not you have Trump or, um, Biden Trump, and I know they're all puppets, man, in my opinion, but regardless of the situation and how they feel about things, 
Biden's about to be president and shit's about to get ramped up when it comes to mass mandates in the new normal that we're talking about right now. Things are about to get very, very deep and intense. Like literally in Canada right now, in Quebec, I saw a video. Quebec. Quebec, sorry. Where police are roaming the streets after like 9 p.m. And if you are out past 9 p.m., you will get fined $6,000. See, I don't think that stuff will happen or fly here because I'd like to say people won't let it because you got to draw a line somewhere. Bro, you know? bro we, we got stopped by the police from walking home from this podcast. Yeah, I know. But that's different because that's like what? <laughs> to, it's really interesting we didn't to get, say. We didn't get fined. We didn't get whatever. No, because we cooperated. But at the same time, it, it was a very frustrating experience to oh, be, yeah. you know, just doing the responsible thing. We 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 tend to drink on this pod. At least me, I, I tend to drink on the podcast. And we couldn't get an Uber, and we were doing the responsible thing, and, and was pulled over by um, county sheriffs, and patted down all this, um, all that jazz, and they they gave us a ride home. But that's not the experience that I want to have from an authoritarian. Like I'm I'm handling, I'm being a responsible human being, and I'm doing, I'm doing what I what I need to do. I'm a tax paying citizen. I'm not doing anything illegal. Um. And yet, still, that I don't, I don't think I don't know that, that I would have necessarily been part of like the new normal because I think anyone walking drunk late at night, you know, in in our parts of towns, that's, like, that's a little, it's a little yeah. different. That's a little. I'm not agreeing with it. I'm because we've we've already had that conversation, Jesse. I'm saying that's different though right. than getting stopped by police and fined because you're out after whatever because they're doing some kind yeah. of. I'm I mean, just, there was, uh, and sorry, but, there's but is, an, that, but is another, that unreasonable? Is an, that unreasonable to think that there couldn't be something something passed on that level? That that would um, it's going to happen, yeah. One hundred percent is one hundred percent. The whole happen. point is prevention, like prevent, like they get away with this. How much more do we let them get away with our with our freedoms? Is is the whole point? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like eventually you have to draw a line, and we're we're figuring out as a society where that line is. Lots of us, probably all three of us here, would have liked the line to have been drawn a lot sooner, a yes, lot sooner. One hundred percent. There's probably people who it hasn't hit them hard enough yet, and the line's going to be way down the road for them. And there's other people where the lines right now like that's it's and it's us coming together as a society and as a nation and and as a people, not the government and not the corporations, but as a people and figuring out when enough is too enough, when enough is so enough. The question and, and Jesse, you actually whenever you brought up the first initial point in your com- and whenever you went into your, your first conversation was the fact that they want to isolate us and they want to put us in the, in our house and watch TV and we don't really leave. And I think for a majority of people that that's the case and they're okay with it. And it has to be an overwhelming percentage of the people in the United States that they're completely okay with that. Yep. That's that's the scariest yep. part. That truly is the scariest part because when you see these other things happening in other countries like in Canada where there were six people in a house and they were all from the same family. Well, they were two separate families but still the same family. Their neighbor snitched and called on them and the cops forced their way into their house and arrested someone because they had six people in their house. I mean, you can find negative scenarios on on either side of the argument, but what, no, what do you, no, no, that's, no. That's, that's like saying you guys can't come over to the podcast, and my next door neighbors call, you know, the cops and say, "Hey, he has two people over." And then they come over here and they arrest me for having you two over for a podcast. And you guys aren't even my family. They had fucking family over at their house, man. Like, how comfortable do we want to be, and how much freedoms do we want to well, lose? Is the no, question? No, no, it's how much freedoms are people willing to give up for that fake sense of. No, I'm safe because I'm doing what all what the government is telling. Also, me. how do you get so scared by all this that you call on your neighbors because they've got some people up? Like, man, that's 
No, that's really shitty. That sounds like a really cunty fucking person that would do some shit like that. But but that's how deep it is in other countries. And eventually, you, and like you said, you didn't think it would ever hit America where you had to wear a mask. And here we are. And this is what's happening. And it's worst case scenario that, that these things might happen. But we have to look at it in a glass ball and think that, man, it's most likely that these things are going to happen, especially with an administration that's going to walk in on January 20, 20th or 21st or whatever it is that has the type of agenda that's very authoritative, more so than the Trump campaign, in my opinion, where they're going to go to deep and dark measures on the American people for a long period of time, that we will have to deal with these types of scenarios. No, it is it is definitely scary. I'm not... I, the thing is, I also I don't know what to do about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all I can do is stand up for the people around me and stand up for myself, but, like, what, what fucking good does that do on a national level, you know? Well, and I think, like, what what can you do about it? And, and we've all talked about it, man. And it's just kind of walking away from the situation and walking away from social media and, and getting those types of things out of your life, and especially the news media, to where you're not overloaded with this type of information at all, at all aspects in your life. And, man, maybe they did have it better way back in the day. I know they still had the newspaper and a little bit of television, a little bit of radio, and they had to have been just in, embedded into it as we are with the new technology but I think if we all walked away from it, it would be like people wouldn't care as much and people would be more loose. And they, you know, I don't know, man, that's that would be the answer. Walk away from social media. That's Dude, the still, biggest thing. OK, so as much as I hate social media and I do, that's that's not the problem. If, if the problem is if you being influenced by that stuff, like if you can't look at it and look through it and see how like fake it all is like that's on you. But like we're three people who have that mindset. Most of pe- most majority of people in America don't have that mindset. They don't. Because a lot of people, do, and maybe they're not even using social media, but they're watching just the news. They don't have cable, they don't have cable, but they still have channel four or five, forty-one, all that shit, and they watch the news, and that's all spewed the same shit throughout the whole country, man. Yeah, and it's been happening for years and years and years. Yeah. I don't know what to, dude. I'm at a point. We've talked. It's weird. I'm at this weird moment right now in this podcast where, like, we've talked about the same stuff so many times, and I'm like, it's all dismal. And it's all dark and it all leads like nowhere. And I'm glad we're talking about it because if we change one person's mind about the whole thing, then it was worth every second on the podcast. You know what I mean? Like if we if we affect one person out there, then that's a good thing. But at the same time, I'm like, it's so dark and dismal. Like I don't have an answer. Like we ask each other for answers. Like I have no solution. I, I think. And again, the, the answer is it, it may seem like there's not a solution, but it's like just living your life and understanding that life is very short and you don't have much time on this earth. Yes. I mean, I'm 31. I'm about to be 32 here shortly and things could end whenever. But let's say it doesn't. And I live to be 100 years old. There, I just need to live my life, man. And everyone, but just they're, need, st- everyone they're stopping just need, us from doing that, though. Like, I, oh, you get, can't they, go to the national parks because they're shut down because of COVID. But if people don't tune in to that type of frequency and people don't tune in to social media and, and the news and all that bullshit and they just go about their days and enjoy their family. And I know that not everyone's geared that way, but if that's the if, if the solution would be to get away from soaking in information from the government and from your local politics or your, your local news station, trying to soak in that information. Like, when you turn on the, the news, like you're instantly updated, instantly. Like you could just turn it on right now and they're gonna, there's going to be the, the next five stories. You know exactly what's going on in the moment, in this world, boom, bada bing, right there. Walk away from that. I, I, go I, outside. Play with your kids. If you're a little bit older, go outside. Rake some leaves. 
you know, just talk to your neighbor, knock on their door, give them some cookies. I don't know. That's the type of shit. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, we just I get what you're this. saying, and I agree there. What I'm saying is stuff like, let's say you do all that. Let's say you do all that. You, have, you ignore all the news. You do all that. It you're have, still, what's going to happen? You're going to try to hang out with your friends and go. Uh, we were talking about go to Tennessee and go camping or whatever. And then you get all the way there because you've ignored the news, and now they're like, "Hey, COVID, uh, you guys can't right. do anything." No, no. I, like, I, so this doesn't solve the I, issue of the fact that the government is like shutting us down as right. a people. I, what I'm saying is that and, has and to happen. And who is suffering? That it's it's us who is suffering. Right. I'm saying that has to happen on a massive scale. Sorry. It like really getting down to brass tacks here is the people who have suffered throughout all this is the everyday person has suffered 100 percent. i mean this is so easily proved just from seeing the stock market rise and then everybody else just you you get tossed pennies which the stimulus is literally they just the last stimulus is a fucking joke 600 dollars. that that's a fucking joke which we're all gonna pay for uh it, it at some point you have to realize that they're just coding coding this nice shit pill for you and they're coating it in fucking hey this is what you need to do to fucking be a good person right now and this is what the news is telling you and you fucking eat it and the next thing you know you're fucking you're the one that's suffering because you're you're taking the back end of it I know it's a horrible analogy um, we need to realize that everything that's structured right now is is not for for the individual not not for the average everyday american this is for the 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 wealthy the one percent we're we're literally seeing the things i've talked about uh unfold as far as hierarchies go and they're just pushing the envelope right now that's my opinion this is my direct opinion that it's literally how far can we get away with being in control how much money can we get how much power can we retain and the sad part is it's they will never be satisfied. They'll only go for more. They'll only try to take more freedoms from us. Our government will only try to do this more. The federal government in particular will only try to screw us over more. And we keep letting them get away with it. And, and they, they love the fact that we're arguing between, you know, pro-Trump, pro-Republican, you know, liberal, all, all this. And then just watch us clash as they sit back and make money off of us. And then everything's fucking insured anyway. So who gives a shit if the fucking the Capitol House gets broken into? All that shit's fucking insured to high hell. Yeah, by by our by yeah, our money. By our money. Our, no, we're paying for it anyway. People who are breaking it down fucking paid for it anyway. Like, it, it's it's a weird scenario. It's a weird scenario. But nobody ever wants to look at the fucking fact that we live in a, an extremely extremely corrupt corporate oligarchy that we fucking live in. That's that's my opinion on it. And nobody, nobody gives a shit about that because they already know that it is. But everybody's just like, oh, well, I still have this, though. I still have my TV. I still have my house. I still have my car. Well, eventually they'll take that shit away from you and then eventually be like, oh, well, at least they're still giving me food. It's, it's, and then eventually there'll be no food for you. So the question is, how much do we allow them? I'm talking directly about our federal government right now. How much do we allow them to take from us before we have nothing and then they just sit back and laugh as they, you know, get fattened off off of all the riches that they've built from our hard work and then we generations die? Like like when does that happen? Because that's that's the route that we're on right now. That that's what I see. And I think I see a corrupt government that that needs reform. 
that needs like in and it's not too far gone to where it needs to be a war by the way i don't i don't think it needs that but i think it takes intelligent people to actually start standing up and talk about that at least talk about it you know even though i i honestly i don't that would be to, the smartest thing to do is have people talk about it and try and figure out know? something different that, talk about it where though yeah because you can't do it cuz you can't you can't talk about it anywhere because if you're on youtube you get shut down if you're on twitter you get shut down if you're on here or here or here or here or there whatever platform you get shut down because all these platforms that we use to talk about it are owned by the people that you're talking against. And they have control of it. The craziest part is for mainly and up until now until up until parlor, which is the biggest competitor in, but parlor has its own agenda too, man. But it's, it's It's still a company. Sure. Sure. But it's still free speech for right now for right now. It still is right. You can get on there and you can put whatever the fuck it is you want. You won't get shadow banned. You won't get this. You won't get that. But what I'm saying is for the longest time, it's been overarching leaning one way. They all have the same agenda. They all have the same goal, which is crazy. I know it's like nine companies or however many different companies, but it's they have a foothold, man. And it's on our necks right now. And it's 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 glaring. It's definitely obvious. It's like a big zit, man. It needs to be popped. And I, I think the funniest thing, um, maybe not funny, sorry, but watching Wednesday when, when the Capitol building got stormed and uh, Anomaly came out. He's just this dude on YouTube. I, th- I think he lives out in California. He, he The one thing that he said in his uh, live stream that made the most impact to me was um, it's it hit their backyard. And this finally ha- it, this happened there. And look how up in arms they are. All the politicians are like, oh, my God, this should never happen, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know what? And now it's happening in your backyard. You know how many protests have happened throughout this year in other cities where just downtowns have been destroyed, people's businesses destroyed? Yeah. You know, blue-collar workers who work hard for bar, like their own bar, like their own bar destroyed, and there's no help. There's no re. re- I can't say the word, but there's no one there for them. Yeah, there's no one there for them while it just gets destroyed and burned in flames. And now it finally happens in their back door, and it's the biggest deal ever. It's the worst day in America. That's false, man. That's false. Like, do people have this whole year have lost businesses on top of businesses being destroyed by who knows? I don't know if it's Antifa or whatever. There, There is... A social injustice that does happen and a divide within, um, like, like race and, uh, gender and, and religion that, that does happen. I'm not going to say that that doesn't happen. The light gets shined on this so much to where we forget where the really big divide actually happens is financial. And then you see politicians and the 1% literally run us. Literally, and they sit back and create race wars and As I say, gender they're the one wars. Who cre- they're the ones who create those divides. Yes. Yep. They create these divides to where we get so upset about, we, dude, we're all the same. Like, like we're all the same. And the 1% is sitting back and laughing <laughs> at, at everybody right now. And if, if I had a big enough voice right now, they'd fucking have me killed. And, like, no issue. This, this pod, Or they just... Would YouTube would just shut us down? That's the one percent too. That's that I also equate that to the same thing. I don't have a big enough. Um, I don't do enough research on them. Thank God, because I'd, I'd I'd be dead right now. But you can't fucking like this. We get so focused on on all these things 
to where we're not we start fighting each other when it's not each other we need to be fighting it is this horrible corporate corporate oligarchy that has come in and taken over our country and nobody's vote means a goddamn thing that's my opinion i know i know I everything know. we say is opinion i yeah. know that that's going to create a wake you know and you you have to handle that but i mean i really think i really believe in this that that the one percent fucking are sitting back and laughing and and they're just they're there's numbers on this. It's and it's right in front of our face. You remember back when COVID first started and there was like four high-ranking politicians? I want to be able to pull up their fucking names. I I will be able to give me some time. I'll be able to pull they it up. They pulled out all their stocks? Yeah, they pulled out all their fucking stocks and nobody's fucking angry at them anymore. They they were angry and then oh man, look at this though. Look at look at the black people over here doing this and white people are doing this and white people are angry at black people and Oh man, we need to be worried about immigrants and all this when we're all the same. We're all the same in this. It's our real enemy is the people that are attempting to control us through this monetary system that we have right now. But nobody ever gets down to brass tacks on that. When you hear CNN talk about that, never. When you hear Fox News talk about never. this, never. No, they'll never talk about the this IRS is, or the Federal Reserve. No, no, this joke of an idea that you that you are equal. We are not equal. It, it has nothing to do with race or gender or creed or religion or anything. It has to do with how much money we were born into. And that sounds a lot like old England bullshit, kings and queens who was born into something. You know, history repeats it has literally repeated its fucking self, and now here we are. Here we are sitting back voting for two individuals who really doesn't fucking matter because— the 1% will always fucking have their way and oil will be this price here and they get to decide whether or not you wear a mask or not or whether or not you get to stay in your house or leave your fucking house or anything and everybody's okay with it because I'm more angry at this other thing that's happening that's so fucking small. Well, again, they brainwashed us all pretty... I'm, I'm so... No, that's, Dude, that's the most frustrating thing to me. We've, they, they've had a massive campaign of propaganda that's been embedded into the United States culture societally for you know, almost close, probably close to 100 years. And if you go back and we talk to Howdy about the world's fairs and whenever you start indoctrination and you take that times 120 years or 150 years, like that's a, a long time of indoctrinating a population. And how you break free of that, I don't know. And how we got lucky to break free from that, I don't know. But I think it's just, it's it's mind-blowing, man. But, but hold on, but hold on. To, to, the, think, the cra the crazy, to think? The craziest thing for me about that and, and how we talk about how platforms have this big stage right our politicians do nothing to change any of that the most they do nothing section 230 allows them the most it allows them to do whatever the fuck it is that they do with no implications no nothing they have free range man our politicians hasn't haven't changed shit with these big tech companies they're in bed look at this line of books man this is great <laughs> we've been doing a lot of work we've been doing a lot of work yes we have we need to keep doing it you yes, guys we do. keep doing it let me, let me say this right now you need to look at what what has been allowed to you because that that is the biggest scope of information that that you need right there is where is my comfortability and what is my government allowing me to do fuck what your government is allowing you to do you are the government i i think sometimes we forget that in America. We we still have a little bit of it. A little bit of it. I am still I am still a part of this. 
And regardless of the fucking bullshit, I still have, I, I mean, I'm still talking on a mic right now. Am I not? You still talking on a mic? Yep. I'm probably going down a weird road here. We, we need to quit looking at all of these small things that they're telling us to be upset about and be upset at them. The people that are telling you to be upset, CNN, CNN, Fox News, government, federal government, they're, they're trying to plan some shit to make you upset about some shit. Say, fuck that. I'm upset at you. Why don't you actually start doing something that helps me out? And I run this, by the way. Don't ever think you don't have a play in this because our money has a play. Our work goes into it. Our work goes into it. You take my taxes out. I just got my fucking W-2 today, by the way. And I know what I'm about to fucking... I'm, I'm going to owe some fucking money because I've always owed fucking money. And I got to pay you fucking more money. But yet you've done nothing, literally nothing for fucking me. I am... Man, not not to go off on the on this little fucking tangent. I, I broke my ankle and I missed some podcast on, on this show cost me $15,000 out of pocket because I, I was uninsured. I was uninsured. I literally spent the money that I had for, that I was planning for uh, to buy a house, broke my ankle, was uninsured. I'm a good person. I, I pay when debt is due, and I had a really good surgeon um, out in Shawnee Mission. Did a great job. My ankle's 100%. I mean, the weather gets a little cold. I can feel it. That's because of the plate and the eight screws that are in there. I, I can move around. That that's very much worth fifteen thousand dollars, right? Now you you've been taxing me for not having, not having uh, medical insurance at all, and then now I pay fifteen thousand dollars out of pocket, and I, I'm thinking, oh man, I might be able to get a little bit of a tax well, break. Hold on, on hold this. on, hold on. Johnny and I, the the two weeks ago when you missed the podcast, we actually had a podcast. If insurance is a scam or not, by yeah. the way, it's a complete fucking scam. <laughs> Well, you should have fucking been here I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This is something I'm very heated about. If anything, it's just me just, like, venting to our fucking viewers here. So I spend $15,000 out of pocket. I pay up front for the surgery, everything, pay for it, boom. I'm like, man, at least, man, maybe the government will send me a nice candy cane saying, hey, thanks for being a responsible citizen and paying into our horribly done medical system. And, and you were just, you know. You need to pay really someone to do your it. taxes, man. Because, no, I mean, we, we were able to get no, tax write-offs for our medical bills on all, all of them. Didn't get it. Well, then I went have to someone, H&R. Have someone do I your tax. Don't no. go to H&R. They're fucking big, big time, too. We have, like, a lady that's a friend family I got of nothing my wife's. And, and you know what? And you know what? I, I'm, not, I'm not upset at it because I know that I made a mistake. It was my mistake. I broke my leg on my own portion, and I was willing to pay the fucking the shit for it. And, and I got over it. And I I didn't even really want, like, man, I was expecting a little bit of shit back. But they didn't give me anything. So why would I give the government anything? You're not giving me anything. And I'm working really hard for you. And I'm paying you taxes. Why why am I still working so hard? Yeah, why are we still working the government? so hard whenever they... When pre- we get nothing. When we get nothing and somebody can just well, sit on. back on... Hold on. Let me transition this a little bit. So that's... I'm an average everyday person. If not below average, I'm I'm below average. I'm I'm probably trash compared to the majority of the people that listen to this podcast. I'm trash right now. The this amount of work that I had to put in my life to make sure that I could walk again and not be in debt is now like okay. I put that into that so I could walk. I'm, okay, the the fact that I didn't get anything back in taxes is no big fucking deal, man. Now you have a CEO of a company who has fucking everything, 
who is fucking everything, everything. And next thing you know, he gets a fucking bailout to make sure that he can have fucking three houses somewhere. So, so we've already we've Hold already on. we've already went down this road, man. I'm I'm gonna have my peace. I'm gonna have my peace if I have this fucking mic. Let me have my peace. I gave up three years, three years of work to make sure I could walk again. And a CEO who has everything, everything, fucking, oh, might lose a couple million and, and then my tax dollars go to him. This is the world that we live in. This is what frustrates me. This is what frustrates well, me. Well, it's so blatant and it's so in our faces. Like th- This, this year, is a fucking joke. This year, they do not give a fuck about you. No. They give a fuck about the 1% who already have money to make sure that they have money. And we now I'm going to leave it there. And we shouldn't be fighting anymore. And Johnny, I know you got the list of Sorry. names over there. But th- just put it into perspective, man. So frustrating. The, put, let's put it into perspective. This year alone, there's been $6.2 trillion printed this year alone in, in, in relief due to COVID and in, uh, whatever else. And to PPE money, all that stuff, stimulus, all that. A total of $6.2 trillion. Point two trillion of that went to the american people point two of the it's six joke of the six trillion it's a joke it is in our keep faces. the rich rich keep the rich richer make the rich richer and then everybody else well sorry but you have to you're you're you know you run the country we are the country we we are the foundation of this country we're the hard workers like uh, no, it's yeah, frustrating. It is it's frustrating. It is. Imagine what $6 trillion... Story that needs to be heard. If they put all of that money into America, when it comes to roads, bridges, healthcare system, education reform, $6 trillion, I would sign up for that and understand that my kids would be paying for that in the future if it went to strictly just America. No more military. I mean, understand a little bit to the military and under... You know what I'm saying? But focus it on that. Roads, bridges... Our crumbling infrastructure, but where we live, in the city we live, we have the worst energy grid in our vicinity, like within 100 miles. The worst. I know nothing about that. Yeah, so. we have one of the worst the, energy energy grids, in our, in our, we have the worst in our county. Like, that's the type of shit that money should be going to. It, it's, it's, it's horrible. What yeah, are the I, names, Johnny? So what are the names? You got the oh, names? I only had one. There were a couple more. It doesn't, not that important. Um... I just thought it was funny because I was looking up his name and then found like something about basically. Hold up. Oh, let's see. This is a quote from him. For nearly 250 years, our nation's commitment to the peaceful transition of power has been the shining hallmark of our democracy. Today, America's core principles were threatened by those seeking to forcibly stop our electoral process and overturn the results of a presidential election with which they disagreed. Let me be clear. These actions are not a defense of this country, but an attack on it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I actually agree with him a little bit. But that's not important. Uh, he goes on to say a whole bunch of stuff like that because he really cares about this country. There is nothing in this article at all that mentions that a year ago he told everybody that COVID was no big deal, even though they all knew it was, and then sold all of his stocks right before they all dropped because he knew because he had insider trading information What's his that name? they were all going to drop. Richard Burr, Senator Richard Burr, he is still a senator. And Jesus this article Christ, doesn't mention man. any of that at all. He's just doing fine. A this, senator. This, this a is, senator, man. This, this is my thing. I am willing to have capitalism for me. If, if I make a mistake and I break my leg and it costs me everything that I've saved for three years for whatever, whatever the fuck I wanted. Fuck it. I got to spend it on dildos. I don't give a shit. I'm a, I'm a free American. I, was, I wasn't even saving up for a house. 
I was saving up for the world's largest fucking dildo, which was going to be my Jackass 4, like, intro to try to get in with that group. <laughs> Shout out to Steve-O and uh, Bam Margera. Like, if it's capitalism for me, it's got to be capitalism for you, too. You don't get socialism when I have capitalism. That, that's my thing. If it's capitalism you, for me, you were you were going into like two podcasts ago, bro. Yeah. You literally no, hit no, this, I, man. I man, but I'm so I'm so know, passionate man. because it, it's actually shit that's happened to me. So no, if if it's if it's capitalism for me, it should be capitalism for you too, and you gotta fucking bite the bullet too. You don't get bailed out. Sorry, sorry, sorry about you. Fucking life happens, and guess what? You get set back a couple of years, like me, and I'm pretty sure you were able to rebound a lot quicker than me no they would but i'll still be okay though and so will you you fucking piece of trash go fucking fuck yourself is all i have to say because it's i don't want socialism i want capitalism but the only thing i ask for is if it's the game that i'm playing so should you be playing the same game as fucking me yeah everyone all should. these so that that's what i'm getting at everyone should. that's what makes me the most angry Play the same game you make me play. So, but here's and, the deal. You that. know what's hilarious about what you just said that I never, I never realized before. So when I was in like seventh grade, roughly, uh, went to a class and we played this game called, I think it was called Rat Race or something like that, and it was basically about making money. You literally started out. Uh, you had there was a, there was a board around the outside. And then there was a smaller circle on the middle, okay? And the whole point was to make the most money and you, like, win. That's the gist of it, okay? But it was super serious. It talked about it. it was kind of like life where you, like, you make career decisions. You go to college. You do all this. But the whole thing is it was really hard to get out of the outside of the board. And the outside of the board was all shit like, man, your car breaks down and you got to spend $200 to do this. Man, uh, something happened and now you lost your job because your business, your place went out of business and now you can't work there anymore. So you lose this money. Oh, you just made some money because you picked up extra shifts, but now you have to skip a turn. All that kind of stuff was the outside of the board. It was really, really difficult. But once you got to the inside of the board, and I never realized until this, you saying it, you literally played by different rules. You had a different book of rules for how you played the game when you got to the intersection of that board. It was completely different rules, different dice, different like everything. You like got to skip other people's turns, do whatever you wanted, basically. It was literally different rules for the inner part of the board. The thing is, they have rules. So, so yes, they do play by different rules. Yeah. And, the, and the most frustrating part is, and it's, it's the American dream. And the American dream never existed, especially with the way technology has progressed. The fact that the Constitution still, still is allegedly, that's what we back. That's what we're like, man, the Constitution, man, the Constitution. And we still do hold on to some things when it comes to the Constitution. You know, First, Second, Third, Fourth Amendment and all that shit. But these people don't play by those rules. They don't play by the Constitution. The Constitution doesn't exist to those people. They do what the fuck is, they want. Is that not? Is that not almost one hundred percent the entirety of why we separated from England and started this country? Yes. And here we are. And here we are. History repeats itself again. We now have it's. It, I mean, they don't call it blood. It's not like oh, you're not born into it. Well, yeah, you are born into it because now you have the money. You look how interconnected, it's, it's, how interconnected the system is right now. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. It's a fucking joke. History repeats itself. The small man gets fucked over. We work hard. We put on our dues. 
We lose money. Nobody gives a shit. Government doesn't so, give a shit. So, it, and then make sure that the one percent fucking has their shit. So again, so because heaven forbid they lose a fucking house, their fucking eighth house, right. in the Caribbean, you know, so that they very, visit fucking one week out of the year. Heaven fucking forbid. It's very dismal. And again, we've talked oh, about it's this. It's gotta be so rough. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's gotta be. So it's very rough. dismal, and we've talked about it a lot. But here's here's the deal, man. Here's the deal. Here's the rub. We had someone on like Howdy last week, right? And we, we were fascinated by the story or fascinated by this theory that's that's going on in, in, in the mass minds of, of everyone right now. And it's trying to find the origins of what actually happened. And to actually do that and actually put a book out about it, like this is potentially what may have happened. Like that's that's the type of maybe maybe that's the type of like um, shovel we need to use to dig and find that type of information of like what are the true origins of how this all started right and I and we never got in, in, into it in the podcast with Howdy but I, whenever he was on the on the Crow Triple Seven show he had said that he thinks and this is just his opinion um, that there was a more knowledgeable civilization before ours before the reset. And, it, and he, he did briefly say it in the podcast. I know. I, know. I was going to say, I think it was Nazi gold and the Rothschilds buying everything and causing a crash market stock. Yeah. And then literally taking over everything and owning like 80% of everything. Right. And then but that branches off into other families. And then... I don't want to be dismal, though. And, and I think to break away from that, I think that people have to understand that human beings are very powerful. And we don't always have to be this way. And I think that some... At a, at a point in time here on Earth, there... And it wasn't a utopia. I'm not saying it was a utopia, but there was a point in time in Earth where maybe we were just different. And in what way, I don't know what that different is, but we aren't what we are now. And we have to understand that we don't have to be this way. And See, that, I don't believe I think, in I don't believe in all that. You're on some other shit that's that's that, that's good no, good for you to talk talk to them about. It. I'm just letting you know my side of it. I don't I don't believe in any of that. And that's that's cool, man. We we have a very brief existence on this earth. No, you so so for you for any of us to live 30 years and say that we don't believe in it, that's fine. The earth is allegedly 4 billion years old, inhabitable, I forget, like a couple hundred million years. The amounts of possibilities that have happened on this earth with the race, you got to think about it. Let's say there have been 100 resets on the earth. Hundred okay. resets. So even if that was true, though, and it still doesn't affect me now. But I, I know that. But what you do, what I'm saying is that human beings have a capability that we're not that we don't understand what that is. You go hundred resets, right? And let's say one in every ninety nine times, there's a chance that whenever you reset, human beings will actually be nice to each other and live a fulfilled life and just live majestically. Okay, how does that help us now is what I'm getting at. Even if I were to believe in everything you just said, right, like right. let's say I hardcore believed in it and I could shoot magic stars out of my asshole. No, no, that's not what I, I'm saying. But so it, what it, it doesn't solve anything. But what it, what it solves is the fact that we have that potential. We okay, have that, that potential. But that doesn't... Whatever, what, you, what, you really, have to take away the okay. greed. Again, and I've talked about this many times. Like, dude, there's enough... Regardless, regardless, the population is what the population is. The people that are consuming energy are consuming energy. Those resources exist. We we like people could drink water, eat, have a house. We yeah, there's do, enough here for everybody. Yes, we we could do all those things, and we don't do it because of greed and because of ego. We don't. We you just want to be on top. Like we all just want to be on top. We all want to have the most amount of money, and we just want to relax and go get on our jet skis, get on our four wheelers, human go nature. fly. Yeah, exactly, human nature. When ultimately we have all the things to make everyone happy. That's the craziest part. Or we not make them happy, sorry, but at least give them food, shelter, and water. But the difference is you need a comparison. 
you need a comparison because you, for some people, for some people, and you need to realize that human beings are still completely like the construct within each of our minds right now are completely different than any other human being that'll ever live. Like we are still completely unique. This also causes an issue because now you have somebody that needs more than somebody else in almost a pathy, like, um, you know, a psychopathy, almost level of thing to be above somebody else. And then this transpires through uh, genealogy and all this. And then now you you have created this. This this is what I, I need to be on top here, and I need to have consume more and have more. And this number needs to be bigger than the number that it was whenever I first saw it, dude. It's not in my mind, but dude, there there are people driven by this, people driven by this, and you start getting into like human psyche, and it's so difficult. I, th- I think we're all on on base on a base level to where we don't need Ferraris. We don't need big fucking mansions. Like it doesn't no, nah, it doesn't do anything for me. Doesn't do any they they're cool to walk into. It'd be cool to drive, but I don't really need one. Like but some people need that shit. Like need it. And they and they need and they need the best one. And they also need to make sure that they're in control. I have a question. And who has who who has left the greatest legacy, minus Jesus Christ, in, in our in our history that we know about? And, I have no and, idea. and just in your opinion, who's left the greatest legacy? Alan Watts. <laughs> Come on, man. Alan no. Watts. Okay, so th- what legacy has Alan Watts left? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, what legacy? Alan Watts left the legacy of understanding and wisdom. So I didn't even on. know about Alan Watts until I met you, Jesse. So, so he okay. didn't leave a big Sorry. legacy. I knew about Jesus. Sorry. The fuck? Mainstream. Mainstream. Alan Watts. So mainstream. I hope he's fucking mainstream. He's definitely not. The world would be a better place if they listened to Alan Watts a little bit more. I'm not asking him. So I'm not asking what would make the why world you, a better place. Why, why do you fucking shit on Alan Watts so hard? I'm not going to Seriously, why do you shit on Alan Watts because, so Have hard? you ever listened to it when you're sober? Yes, because it's time. not that good. It's it's not that good. All right, That's we have why a different I, opinion. Yeah. We have a different opinion, dude. He's been my comfort for the so long. The stuff that he talks about is so, and I get that, and I understand why you like him. My opinion of Alan Watts, the stuff that he talks about, is very so incredibly vague that a majority of people can say it. He says nothing that is actually worthwhile, meaningful, or special. It's all really, really vague, introspective, like. You can be the god of your own self. Like, yes, thank you, self-seminar help book. Like, thank you. But, I mean, you'd have to... And And I'm not saying that's not important for some people. I get that. I totally get it. I'm saying I don't like it. Um... The the kind of the type of question that I was asking is just like whenever it comes to legacy, and you you think about someone like Alan Watts, or you think about the the, the top ten most influential people that have lived on this earth to our knowledge, right? Dude, he was just he was trying to do the best at what he had, and was trying to present ideals that helped people. Is I get don't, you do. don't even know what Alan Watts is, wanted is, to do, Jesse. Is, no, th- this one hundred percent is what Alan Watts tried to do. Is he wanted to help people? He There's nothing wrong with that. People. I'm not. I'm not down on the guy. But when it comes, dude, he is not somebody that was out for money trying to pick pockets, man. He was not that guy to hear. He was, and I'm not downing the guy. About, he I, was an I know, but Don't. But don't. I never I said know. anything negative. I know, I know. I said that I don't 
Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I didn't. I didn't. I never said anything bad about him. I said that what he says. Anybody can pretty much say. I, I'm not. I, I didn't try and set you up for that one, Jesse. But what I'm saying is, like, even a thousand or a ten thousand or fifteen or twenty thousand years from now, Alan Watts' legacy is not going to matter in twenty thousand years. It, his legacy won't hold twenty thousand years. What were, the, you, yeah, what were you getting at, by the way? Paul, I'm just saying with on, your original question. I'm just saying on the scope of when it comes to, we were talking about ego and we were going into just like the human nature of greed and ego and how we can't progress as a society basically because of those two things as opposed to living in at least some type of manner where everyone is equal, right? And everyone has the same type of things because we're fascinated by the riches of the worlds whenever you can accumulate large amounts of money and live lavishly as, as while everyone else doesn't. And I'm just saying when it comes to legacy and these rich people who have these legacies, they won't withstole, they won't withhold time. Yeah, but they don't care about that. You're, they're not going to also be alive forever, just like you won't be alive forever. No, and, and I get that. But some people have, some people have, like Jesus has, it's been a long time. He's, his legacy is held. But he's dead. But his legacy So it is, literally affects him not at all. No, I know that, but his legacy. According to Americanized Christianity, he is definitely not dead. Okay, he never, well, he whatever. Really, whatever. He died, but then came back and then never died again. All right. Um, there's a great movie, man, a uh, Pixar movie called Soul. And Jamie Foxx is the lead character, but it's a Pixar movie. It's very interesting, man. It's extremely interesting. So it, and this is like for children, right? For children. So I'm, I'm like, hey, like I see it. I saw like, in like I was trying to watch it with my two girls. I think you told me about this before. Briefly, no, I haven't. Very I haven't. I haven't. I haven't heard this actually. No, I haven't. I've, check I it out. Check Maybe it out. Maybe not this, then. Maybe movie, I'm thinking of something else. You movie, mentioned a Pixar movie a couple weeks ago. Yeah, this movie. I watched it. Pixar two days is ago. really good. I I really like Pixar. But I grew up with Pixar. The idea behind it was very fascinating from a scientific uh, standpoint for me because it starts off... Scientific. I was going to say... Sorry. Scientific. scientific. Um, it starts off with just this musician, right? And then eventually, like, he, he gets this gig. He's been a teacher, like, a substitute teacher. And then he's, like... He finally gets his, like... They're, like, hey, we're going to make you full-time. And then he... So excited. or So then he goes, talks to his mom, blah, blah, blah. And then he, someone else calls him, like, hey, teach, like you're the reason I was so good. Like we got this opportunity for you to perform with this really good performer when it comes to music. And he's like ecstatic. And then he dies like on his way, like on the phone, like talking about it, he falls in this, falls in this, uh, ton or damn it. I can't, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. He falls down, he dies, blah, blah, blah. And then his soul goes and it shows where the true origins is of personality. And it shows where human beings start. And this is a Pixar movie that kids okay. watch. And it's basically you turn into this this blue jello. You did talk about this, did I? You definitely told. I me think about I briefly this. not on the podcast, right? But like out on the deck or whatever. No, no, no. I watched this two days ago. I literally and watched I, this two I, days. Oh, ago. never mind then. Yeah, yeah. And I dude, I could have swore to God you talked about some kind of like blue, like free floating forms or whatever. I could have swore to God you talked about that a couple. I'm just weeks saying, ago. if you're interested in like the like the like the origins of life, I think it's very interesting. But it doesn't solve it. It doesn't give you all the answers. But it's just saying where no. you get personality from, from eat from as an individual. It's very crazy. I, I suggest checking it out. Any any wise person that attempts to give you an answer to something isn't wise. All they all they try to do is to help you out, to help you figure out what you could find the answer for. Or you you know what I mean? It's never any when when have you ever seen a monk? Like somebody climbs a mountain and meets a monk, and the monk goes, "Here's the answer. Here's the answer. 
No. It's, well, it, there's a lot more to it, right? That's the whole point. There's a lot more to it. That's what wisdom is, man. I think that we have lost the way of, of what it is to be human because we are in this ego world. Where, yeah, no, because everything needs to be. Yeah. And we all know the burg. And we all yes. know that. And, and now, and again, I'll, Ugh. And I'll, Ugh. And I'll ask you, and, th- and this goes for me too, but like, when's the last time you guys ever tried to meditate? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can remember the last time I tried to meditate. When? It was back when I was very self-conscious and, or not self-conscious, that, that's a horrible terminology for it. But back when I was completely sober and trying to figure out what the fuck is this? Right, right, right. Like what the we don't, fuck? We don't, we what, don't do that every day though. This? We don't do that no, every day. We, 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 we're literally just going with emotions and like, I that's, wake up. That's I, really difficult too. I wake you up. You end every, up unra- unraveling a really bad scenario. You of, don't even know that because you don't do it. What, what I'm no, saying. No, I'm saying what what happened then. Got is, you. Is me like meditating, and it's hard to meditate. That that's. It's probably, really not that hard, honestly. It's, re- it's really to not. sit there and be quiet, and you can not do self. Think. You can do self guided meditations where you have no, you no. you listen and someone's guiding you into your no, meditation. I, I, I use headspace. I use headspace. Not only that back but, in the day. Not only that um, but psychedelics. Using psychedelics to meditate and be be more and more and I'm, I'm not trying to sound hippie so, here, but that's what I'm saying is like no, being more so, in tune no, with earth. No, no, like I'm I'm right there with you. So the the more like almost rush to it, but the problem is you can't hold on to it. Like whenever you like whenever I used um like shrooms. Uh the big problem was was holding on to that really good, really good thought that was going to help me out. But then it fucking faded. So it, it's, it's a usable tool. It, it is, but it, but it fades, and it needs to be something that's worked on. Nothing comes that's, easy. That's mushrooms. I'm saying, like, imagine, and I've said this on a podcast before. Like or, I, like, acid or I'm just at, smoking a shit ton of weed, and then you think of something fucking... No, no, no. Minus, minus psychedelics. Perspective, Min- like, minus psychedelics. Weed is a psychedelic, um, but... Imagine if you... Like with my daughter, and she's three. We'll go with my oldest, and I say, "Hey, like I'm going to teach you how to meditate." And I've I've showed her a few times, like what meditation is, and I'm like, a little bit for a three year old. And she, let's say, she meditates from the year of three years old up until she dies. How how crazy that would be! I don't know. I've never. I don't know anyone who's ever done that, and I'm sure that that person exists. But maybe life is different for them in a different way. And I, I don't know where I'm going with no, this. I'm no, just saying. No, no, that's such a good thing because meditation, no, th- that is, first of all, something that's not taught in schools. So basically meditation, the whole point of meditation is to be allowing of thoughts to pass. So I, I, have, I have anxiety. I, I get caught up on fucking thoughts too much. And I let it negatively affect me. Whenever it's not in the moment right now, it's completely unnecessary. And I allow, I allow a negative thought to now bring me down. And I hold on to that thought. As to where if you meditate, what you really learn to do is to almost empty your mind and allow this thought to go. And then be present. Be present in this time. And then move forward from there. And you become a peaceful person. Because it is so much... It, I mean, I'm not I'm not some fucking Buddhist monk right now or anything like that. But that meditate it doesn't have but, to but to allow to but that. to allow some negative thought in your head to now it's there it's there I see you I see the thought now I move on. That's what I'm saying though. Is like that. That's so hard to do though. We, we that's so hard to do. Meditation allows that. But if we were meditation taught meditation allows that process. If we were taught it in school and it's something that we practiced every day, I think society would be different. And, oh man, and you're There'd talking communist communist China. Fucking look at these kids fucking sitting, you know, Indian style, 
you know, like peacefully enjoying themselves. Can you imagine? No, you need to be learning. You need to be learning fucking whatever, you know, shit they're putting into you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, our school system's horrible. But also teachers, imagine, teachers. imagine a world of on teachers. I never want to shit on teachers. Teachers like have such six had, had billion such a fucking time. monks. That'd be insane. It'd I don't be, know if that would be good, though. It'd be harmony. Yeah, but no, that doesn't everybody mean... everybody be chill. I mean... It's not necessarily good either, though. You don't know if it would be good, but... I don't. Not I don't know if it would. I don't know if it would. Sure. You, because it's not developmental? Because you need, you need struggle to be... De- and a monk would tell you, no, you need controversy in, in struggle to, to develop. Maybe we're living the best life we can. Yeah, but what, probably not. what's good well, about this world yeah. that we're living in right now? That's up to the individual, by the way. What you just said, that's up to the individual. It has nothing to do with the government or society. That comes up to you. We are at the top of the hour, so we're going to kind of leave it right there. I think it was a very interesting topic. Um, let us know what you guys think in the comments below. If you think that this new normal is something that you're okay with. If it's something that you... like, Give us reasons why you think that this new normal is is necessary. I'd be very interested Yeah, we kind of got off topic a little, but that was the original, the new normal thing. I hate the fact that it's called the new normal. It's already brainwashing into people. Yeah. It's fucking normal. Yep. And it's not fucking normal. No, it's not. But on the bright side of things, we have a very, we have a huge podcast that we're going to do on Friday. Big one. Big, 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 big one. Yeah. Very, very big podcast. And uh, just get ready for that Friday. I'm, I'm going to, I should be uploading it on Friday, if not Saturday. So be, be ready for that. It's going to be interesting. Again, I want to thank Howdy Mikowski, man, uh, for coming on the show. I want to thank all his new subscribers that came over here to Talk Junkies. Um, Howdy, Howdy was great. It was such a good uh, Man, I loved having Howdy on, and it was great conversation. Was and, great. I, man, I even remember telling him, I'm not big into the history stuff like Paul is. Like, I've never cared for history so stuff. So interesting. That was, yeah, exactly. That was super interesting learning about all that. And for anyone who jumped over from Howdy to over here, again, greatly appreciated. We're a little, welcome. Yeah, welcome to Talk Junkies, obviously. Um, but we are a little bit different. We do go down some different avenues and different paths. But I think ultimately we're trying to find the same goal. Honestly, that's just how I feel. But uh, any lasting thoughts, gentlemen? You know, don't eat ye- the yellow snow. You know, <laughs> don't eat the yellow snow. The Mos- fact that Philip Rivers was in, you know... Hall of Fame contention at one point, still hilarious to me. Which we'll talk about outside. I'm, that, that you intrigued my mind again. Could someone? Uh, <laughs> Steve, Stephen asked me. Stephen asked me a question about that when he was over at my house. One That's day. ridiculous. But uh, anyways, you guys. Uh, again, the best thing you can do about this. Uh, the best thing you can do for Talk Junkies is share this video, like this video, subscribe to our channel. To all our junkies out there, stay fly and ring the bell.